Thank you for listening to the 2x4 Student Podcast, the podcast to students, by students, for students. Hey everybody, this is Jerry Varner. I am the proud host of the 2x4 Student Podcast, and we have a very special episode today. This is episode 31, and I am about to play an interview for you that we had with uh, a great guy named J.M. McGinnis, uh, and he asked if he could um, meet with us and record this special episode in regards to student leadership. And so uh, we gathered our regulars, you know, Hayden, Alyssa, and Cassie, and we had a great conversation about student leadership and expectations and, and ministry and things like that. So this episode is actually going to be the December episode over at NYI Connect. So we really want to encourage you to check check it out over there and you'll kind of hear JM's uh, version. We're going to edit this one a little bit so it's not just a carbon copy exactly the same. Head over to NYI Connect and uh, check out the episode there as well. So thank you so much for joining us and uh, I'm going to jump right into this very special episode with Mr. J.M. McGinnis. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to Let's Chat, an ongoing conversation with youth workers and leaders and student leaders about student ministry and whatever else we end up talking about. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode, we will focus on student leadership. And as part of our discussion, we're going to be talking about what makes a great student leader, what kind of impact student leaders can have on a youth ministry, and some practical tools about how to engage, encourage, and empower student leaders in your ministry. I'm your host, Jay McGinnis, and today I am thrilled to be joined by Jerry Varner, student discipleship pastor at Southside Church of the Nazarene in Chesterfield, Virginia, and host of the 2x4 Student Podcast, podcast featuring students discussing issues they deal with on the daily. Say hi, Jerry. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Jerry brought with him three of his premier top-of-the-line elite mm-hmm. level students. <laughs> you know it. That's debatable. <laughs> who, are, who are with them every week on the podcast. Cassie, Alyssa, and Hayden, say hi, friends. Howdy. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, that's such a variety. <laughs> um, today, we're going to be asking a lot of questions. And the reason we brought the student leaders on is because, well, they know stuff. They, they mm-hmm. are the ones, right, that we are talking about and want to get their feedback, not just talking about them, but talking with them. want to have a, a back and forth, a give and take, a... Uh, you know, conversation. So, but we're going to be talking about like what makes a great student leader. And I think um, one of the, the burning questions that is going to be out there are what do you think, and, and to students specifically, what do you think are some of the things that great student leaders do, right? Like, what do they do? Everybody gets together, the doors open, people are milling around, doing their thing, throwing popcorn or, you know, books or animals, <laughs> shoes at each other. Um, in worship, of course. Uh, what are things that student leaders do that even specifically that you do um, when they're together? Cassie, Cassie, go for it. You got this one. Um, I think that student leaders tend to have like a very welcoming attitude that really draws students in. And I think that they kind of like develop these traits to let students know that they're, that you're open for like any questions, concerns, or comments about either the service or just God in general. 
And I, like, when we gather for service, we, like, have this big opportunity to engage in conversation with the students. And we just to ask, like, how their week is going and how they're doing, like, spiritually or mentally or just in general. But I think that's a big role to fill as a student leader, to let the other students know that you're open, like, for them to go to, like, before and after the service or just, like, text you or call you. Mm-hmm. So you like jump on the right when they walk in the door, like here, give me a big hug, and like yes, exactly. Which makes well, how's God in your life? <laughs> <laughs> what does it look like? Like, what does it actually look like when they're coming in? Um. Well, when they walk in, I just like say, "Hey, good morning, welcome to Southside," and like, they might be new or been there for millions of years but i think it's just important to welcome them and have that big smile on your face and then once they sit down you can go and talk to them say hey how are you doing how's your week going like today for example i actually went up to a few students and i asked them how their week was going and they told me a little bit about themselves and i really got to know them so it was really cool it's cool what about the rest of you guys what what do you what stuff you do like just as a student leader and some of it may be like you don't have time to do you have time to welcome them? Or is that mm. important to do? Or is it like, well, I'm up there tuning my guitar, mm. right? Maybe Hayden? Or um, like, <laughs> yeah. I think. Stuff to do and the label craft that Jerry's going to do here in a little bit. <laughs> um, what are the what else do you do? I think as a student leader, you're like not only like most student leaders are serving in other ways, not necessarily just with students, like communication wise and connection wise. Mm-hmm. And so I mm-hmm. think that that can be a barrier or like sometimes a hindrance to getting to know the people because I think that should really be your first step because you can have all the games, all of the welcomes, all of the blitzes, all the fun events that you can, but if you're not connecting with your students, they're who are bringing life to the church. So mm-hmm. I think right. that. Students' main focus, especially leaders, should be making sure that they feel loved and connected, and then you can do all the other tasks of making sure there's uh, welcome papers and that they're getting signed up for things. And that, like, there's so many ways you can serve, whether it's like worship band or I don't know, doing announcements for the group or finding a way to speak or like do a sermon. Any way that you're trying to like serve, it should all have that main focus of bringing in students and making sure that they know that they're loved by not, by not just God, but their community. But I mean, especially God. But I mean, that's just part of being a student leader is that you're, right. you're a vessel and that that's your main focus of being a light. Mm-hmm. That's solid. What, hey, what do you think? What, what do they do? Or maybe what do they not do? Either one of those. Yeah. Well, like uh, my mom talked to me about like you realize when someone's new, they love to have you talking. <laughs> I mean, they'll, they'll get uncomfortable um, if you're just standing there sort of uh, and nothing is happening. So when you start talking, even if it doesn't feel like you're, uh, you're um, making them welcome, just you engaging in conversation with them makes them feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I always like to start with like a, uh, encouragement or like a... Um, like I ha- I met this guy on a Wednesday night and he had some really cool cowboy boots and so I just um I complimented him on those and I thought they were really cool and so that sort of start- started a conversation and um he's a really cool guy I haven't seen him but he's a it really opened up the conversation and it made us both more comfortable so that's one of the things that I like to do mm-hmm. for uh that's solid yeah yeah and uh, you know what my student leaders when they do that that like it's hard not to start like jumping up and down and going like just cheering for them because it's really cool to see them like they because i know it's not like the first thing that you think of it's not our default like there's a new person so let me go and be with them Mm because not many of us run toward the awkward yeah right 
most of us try to avoid it. But whenever they go and have that conversation, man, it just it grows them. It grows. It helps that person feel like, okay, they actually want me here. And then double bonus when they take them to talk to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh-huh. Like it's kind of scary when they go, hey, we're so glad you're here. I hope you have a great time. And then walk away, and her kid's like, I, okay, yeah, good talk, bye. <laughs> now what do I do? But when they like take them on a little tour around or like take them over to yeah. their group of friends, mm-hmm. um, that's really cool. Um, what else, Jerry? What when you see a student leader who's doing what they're supposed to be doing? What does that look like? Yeah, it's just so so good to see that because I know that that's going to have like a hundredfold impact, way more than some old dude is going to you know come over and that's just weird and so when a student reaches out to a student and the way that we the way that we train our student leaders is i've encouraged them like don't you don't ever have to go to like one person by yourself like grab another friend or another student leader and just like team up on them so that there's you know two of you and then very quickly introduce them to somebody else maybe find out what school they go to maybe you know somebody else who's kind of a regular and they go to that school and see if they know each other or definitely like like the the term you sit you can sit with us is a is a really big deal to us because we don't want anybody to to feel left out uh, we want everybody to feel included and uh, like kind of like what Hayden was saying like we want to remove every every barrier and every excuse that they would have not to engage and not to come back, uh, you know, for another time. So, and of course, every, there are people going to make their decisions if they're going to come back or not, if they're going to, you know, give us another shot. But what did we do to remove every reason that they would have to not return or not engage with, yeah. with the people around them? Yeah, that's, that's super solid. I like that word inviting too. Like that it's not just welcoming, but inviting too, mm-hmm. right? That you can come with. Yeah. Um, instead of just you are attending, mm-hmm. you're participating. I think that's another thing that student leaders do too. Like, whatever it is we're doing, they're in, right? Yeah. Even if they're not game people, they play. You know, even, even if they're going to absolutely, absolutely get like, if like they have a magnet for their face when it comes to dodgeballs, like, <laughs> like they're going to play anyway, right? Or if whatever it is that they, they know they're going to not be the best at it, but they participate no matter what. Because um, mm-hmm. I think student leaders have figured out that it's not about how you look or what it, um, whether other people think you're cool, they they figure out there's a bigger mission. Yeah. Um, what are some things they, that you as student leaders try not to do? Maybe now, obviously the opposite of all these things, but <laughs> what specifically? I think get, all play. at least for something I've noticed is like don't get comfortable because I feel like once you start getting comfortable, oh, you, you get in a groove of like these are my friends, these are my people, this yeah. is my church. Yeah. And you put that mind in front of everything. And it's like, God doesn't call you to be selfish or to take things and make it yours because really nothing's yours. And it's like, first of all, did you pay for the church? You pay for whatever, like, did mm-hmm. are you Jerry? Are you organizing everything? No. So it's like, it's kind of just that sense of like, you are called to be a leader and you're called to be a disciple. And part of that is being, yeah, inviting, like that word inviting. And I think that getting comfortable is a form of just kind of like, and like it's a long term of like exclusion. And I think Mm -hmm. that it's like, no, you don't intentionally do it, but with being comfortable, you kind of get in that group of like, oh, I don't have to go reach out to that person. I don't have to go mm-hmm. like talk to them because they'll find their way. Like yeah. these are my people. Like, and so I think that as a leader, it's like, you're supposed to be a vessel and like you go and you you don't get you don't stay you don't just like you're not complacent you're not just sitting so that's kind of like one thing I always try not to do is like especially someone who's been at this church for so long and like it's always been involved like don't ever get comfortable like always expect something to walk in the door mm-hmm. wow 
that shit, girl, wow. Like, <laughs> wow, get up, get up in front and let her preach that one. Right, yeah. yeah. We all, I think that's not just someone that, that sees you here. We all need to hear that one. Mm-hmm. That's a message for all of us. Yeah. yeah. What else? Anything else that we should try not to do? Man, get comfortable. That was great. Yeah, to go off, to go off what, like, Alyssa said, I mean, I find when you get comfortable, you tend to stop looking out for um, other new people and right. you um, you like to sit back with your friends like she was talking about. And um, like when was Jesus ever comfortable? He never, he never, like he says, he never had a place to, to sleep. He, he was always moving. He was always going around and looking for people um, and washing people's feet. He was never comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm, solid. Man, that's good. One of the things that uh, we've talked about a couple of different times that I just you know occasionally will throw out there, and this is maybe a maybe a silly little example, but when we gather together in our in our whether it's a, a Sunday morning or Thursday night, um, we talk about circles and how when you see your friends and you come in the door and you see your friends, you go to the people you already know, you're already comfortable with, and you get in a circle. Um, and that circle, if it's closed, it sends a message that nobody else is welcome and we're good. And, you know, we, we're not, we're not taking new recruits or anything like that. So I always say, just like, do like a half circle or like a, I don't know, like a crescent moon or, you know, just don't close the circle because then new people can't be involved. And it's maybe just a silly little spatial thing, but I think it does kind of send like a, an unintended message that, we don't we don't need anyone else. Yeah, yeah, man. And like the, they say that you've got about seven seconds to make a first impression. Mm-hmm. So if somebody walks in the door or count thousand one, thousand two. If somebody hasn't come to them by seven, then they already feel weird, mm-hmm. right? And so we used to have a thing that was about five feet from the the door. It was like a really old piece of gold, right? Trim that they separated the tile from the carpet, right? It's like <laughs> this piece of metal. That what is that for? <laughs> but we called it the golden line. And if a student crossed the golden line without getting a welcome, then they were already, like, behind. Mm. So we try to kind of position our student leaders, and we'd rotate them. Like, somebody needed to be standing at or near the golden line because that was, like, that's the point of contact. That's the yeah. place right, where yeah. we make it break. It's really good. Okay, really so good. then, this is good stuff for inside. What about outside? Does it, like, do you get to switch off? You know, <laughs> I, and I know you don't want to be like on call all the time, but what does it mean to be a student leader? Like when you gather for unofficial church gatherings, like, you know, you're over at somebody's house watching a movie or you're shooting hoop or, you know, I don't know, catching frogs down by the river, with your cat, <laughs> whatever it is that you do. Um, what does it look like to be a student leader out there? And I think I want to include online as out there because, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like social media is a place. It's yeah. not a, a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, What's it mean to be a student leader out there? Um, one Listen. thing that I I think that, well, I think it's really cool. Jerry always says this is like God calls us to be odd, and I think that fits in with like our outside world and in the church. Like if you're odd, like you're showing people that you're different, and I think that being a leader, you have that natural like ability to be like, I'm not a follower. I'm not like, I'm not just going. I'm, just, I'm not like just following the line. I'm not like a little duckling, like following the little the mom one like it's like, like it's that that sensation of like being different and i think that for outside of church we often have this like label you get comfortable with this label as being a student leader 
in the church. Mm-hmm. So like you're you're a leader at the church. And I think that there's a really big problem if you're not being a leader in the school, if you're not being a leader at your house, if you're mm-hmm. not being a leader wherever you wherever you go, like you should have uh, like a big sign of awe like above your head. Like you should be carrying that wherever you go. Mm-hmm. And I think that at our schools, you know, we need to be we need to be not forcing the Bible, not hitting people with the Bible, but like you're you're like your presence and the way you like your mannerisms and the way you present yourself should speak for itself and the way you treat people and the way that like being a leader itself is making sure that people are comfortable and people understand that you're loving that you're a vessel for God and like just carrying yourself with this Christian out view and this and like you, you should be considering yourself as not a religious person or not as like a person but someone who is like a Christ follower Jesus mm-hmm. follower because there's often so many labels of like that you put on yourself like oh i'm just a christian or i'm just like a person or i'm just a leader when i'm at church and if you're outside of that you you should be just as much of a leader and you should be in your schools like you should be noticed as different Mm -hmm. otherwise like you're not you're not doing what god calls you to do if you're not if you're not noticeably different from not noticeably different or like put aside from other people Mm -hmm. and so i think that's something i try to just keep in mind like when i'm at school and stuff and like it's just cool when i see other people from other churches and they're doing that like i have a friend a really close friend at school and her dad's a pastor as well for a different church and like she's just an outstanding student leader leader in school and she's just she does she tries to start clubs and like just things like that where she's like always maintaining like this desire to like speak truth and always be this kind person to everybody so i think that's what it means especially outside of like of your church so yeah i think it's also part of not getting comfortable so it's kind of like not not what you do it's how you Sense. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, that froze for a second. <laughs> I'm, that yeah, that would have yeah, so that would have been life changing, I'm sure. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Um. Okay. So, any, anybody else stuff you do outside? Um. Well, I I know like going to Kilmarnock this past summer. Jerry told us to be peculiar, and that's I think being a student leader is a good way to be peculiar because being a student leader isn't a position, it's an action. And so you can like really use that in like school or just outside. And that doesn't mean like packing your schedule with every little thing that someone wants you to do, but it's just letting people know that you have a servant's heart and you're open for any opportunity and that you can do it. But that means also being equal with everyone else like oh i'm not better than them just because i can do more than them it's it's just putting yourself at their level and letting you know that oh i'm here if you need me and i'll always be here mm-hmm. yeah weird is very underrated i think mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think being an example is really really important um people you can say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, as many mm-hmm. times as you want, but until you actually act like Jesus did, and until you actually love others, no one's going to believe it, and no mm-hmm. one's going to see that in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really important that you set an example, and um, be who you say that you are, and be what you believe, um, or else mm-hmm. there's no point in what yeah. you're saying. It's yeah, really good. Solid. Um, anything else, Jerry? Like, any, anyone chime in on that one, or is that? Yeah, yeah. Um, just r- real quickly, one of the th- one of the things that I have said not not a lot, but uh, 
that I always have kind of in the back of my mind is church is a weird place. And, it, you know, if you were to ask a, a friend, like an unconnected friend or non-Christian friend, say, hey, why don't you come to church with me? That's just a weird thing to do. Now, that's, I, I know that they're really cool, hip churches and it might be super attractional and they might be like more like a dance club than you know a church or anything they might be like yes i'll definitely go but um that's why i think one of the things that that i've said before is let's imagine more ministry happening outside the walls of the church than inside the walls of the church because when we when we gather we're really here to kind of celebrate we're here to fellowship and connect and get recharged spiritually so that the whole purpose of that is that we go out into our week and we're ministering and we're serving. Like Hayden was saying, we're washing people's feet. We're, we're making people feel comfortable. We want to reflect grace. So we can't really look at ministry as this is what happens at this time slot in this location. It has to be all over our County, really like starting around Sunday noon ish when we're done gathering until the next Sunday, nine-ish for us. That's when we gather. So that's really when ministry happens. So it's, I think that's a really great mindset to, mm-hmm. to uh, adopt. So not just the student leader at the church, but a student leader for the church. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's geographically like, and right. there's, there's a schedule to it. Right, um, yeah. And being a student leader is different than doing student leadership. Because mm-hmm. um, who you are, like that doesn't stop. Right. Right. Okay, so these are these are really good. Um, okay, this is, I'm super interested in this question. Um, what do you think student leaders need from youth workers, especially the lead person? And you've got years in the room, so mm-hmm. make it as awkward as you like. Yeah, <laughs> please. I'm all ears. If you need twenty bucks, then ask. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, well, what are the things like specifically behaviors, actions, stuff, um, and how do you tell them? Like besides just slipping a note under the door, hey, I need more. Like. I don't know, time on the bus so I can drive it? I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when uh, I say youth leaders need lots of encouragement from youth uh, workers and uh, and also to be more specific, things like um, addresses or phone numbers of newer people, mm. you might not always have it, but like to be able to reach out to somebody and like I know getting something in the mail is like, super awesome and so any person who gets like a, a glad uh, we're glad you came in the mail or something or a text message or a call like that's really important um, and so I think that's really uh, something that uh, youth workers can give to youth leaders and also um, well being an example like we were talking about earlier um, good communication between youth leaders and workers um, can really help and like so that everyone has the same information um, about this the new person or someone in the group. Like if um, if someone in the youth is having a hard time uh, with something and you think um, you need a youth worker to pray with you and pray for this person, and they can reach out too to pray with that person, or um, so you guys can work together with that. So it's a lot of uh, uh, cooperation on the part of a youth worker and a youth leader. For mm-hmm. everyone else yeah, in the youth, solid. I like yeah. that. I agree with well, Hayden. What about the rest of you? Same. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I agree with Hayden. <laughs> yeah, I think those are all like not physical aspects of it, but I think also like I think just being there. I think like yeah, the encouragement like that's a huge one because as 
like student leaders you're giving so much of yourself to like other people and you're trying to pour so much in like you need someone to be doing that too because you're still only a teenager you're still going through things and like you still kind of need someone who's gonna help you through it but like on the physical aspect of it I think yeah just like organization and I think that like you knowing like having someone tell you okay this is what we're gonna be doing this is what we're gonna do and like I think that goes along with communication but I think even just like set schedules and like Mm -hmm. things that are gonna help you not worry about some aspects will help you be a better leader in other aspects where you don't have to worry so much about oh what am I gonna do when is this thing happening what like you knowing everything and you having that like person to be like okay this is what we're doing is gonna help you not have to like stretch so hard to like reach out to people it's going to be easier to do the other things that you want to do so yeah mm-hmm. yeah because i know this isn't the only thing happening in you guys lives i mean mm-hmm. yeah it's probably the best thing definitely probably die for but it's not the only thing mm-hmm. uh, that's good what else? so jerry this is interesting any any other thoughts of things you've heard that they need? Yeah, as I'm listening, I'm just kind of like taking mental notes. Like, okay, am I mm-hmm. am I even doing that, or am I doing that? What they're saying they need, am I doing that to the best of my ability? So, like in listening to the last five minutes of the three of you talk, like you you just made my my to do list for this week, <laughs> like just to make sure that I'm doing the things that my leaders are saying that I need. Um, my I remember my first leader meeting when I came to Southside. 17 years ago, I said, there's just no way I can be a pastor to every single student, like in the truest form, in the truest sense. So um, I want to pastor you so that you can pastor others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really been kind of the, the mindset because there's just, there's too many students for me to like, all right, I'll be super honest. Like there, there, I don't, there are some kids, I don't, I'm not sure of their name and they, they, they're not even like brand new. I'm just still on the sport or champ or Hey there. Or, <laughs> um, so I just can't, I, guy. right. Yeah. <laughs> Chief boss. I, I can't, I can't know everybody to the, to the degree that my heart really desires to know everybody, but I can know a team of 20 leaders, adult leaders, student leaders. I can invest in them and they can, do that work of making sure everyone gets seen and touched and, and loved and embraced. So yeah, I, I appreciate you as, you asking the question, JM, and I appreciate these, the honest answers. And it's kind of like a, all right, am I, how, how is that going? Like, am I doing what they need me to do? Yeah. That's great. So what I'm hearing you guys say is one of the most important things is presence, like that we're available mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as the youth workers for you to talk back and forth with, to, I don't know. Hear from that when you need something, we pick up, right? Like yeah. whoever's calling, when you got when you guys are calling, that we prioritize the relationship. Mm-hmm. Because man, if you if we can prioritize you, then you can prioritize people that you're trying to reach. Mm-hmm. Is that does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Cool. Um, you know, the other thing that I've heard from students is that they what, one of the things they need from us is a little grace. Hmm. That that you guys are becoming adults you're not adults yet you like show flashes of adulthood and so we kind of go okay they're adults they're, they're set they're good to go but there's still times when you got to study for tests like mm-hmm. you got given the grace to say hey i you know i have another thing that i got to do so I, I can't dedicate my entire life to this just the grace to know that your students becoming right adults mm-hmm. you don't have all the as much flexibility sometimes as adults have in their schedule but in some ways, you have a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Is that is that something else that does that ring true? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. And it also I thought about something when Jerry was talking. It brings up a important important point about being open and honest with uh, every all the other leaders. Like, and com it sort of goes along with communication, but like really um, honesty about what you need and being open about what you're going through so that they can help. Um, and then so that it's just better overall communication. Yeah, yeah I think honesty. that's very important because you can't give a, a student your energy. Like you can't give them happiness and the truth when you're not feeling it yourself. And so it's it's kind of important to like go to your pastor and tell them how you really feel so that they can like give you a job so that you're not like I don't know how to word it but you're not like giving some false information I guess to to another student right, right. because mm -hmm. there's always going to be those times where there's something that steps in the way of you and your leadership role and you need to have that like relationship with your pastor that you can go to them and let them know that hey I can't like mentally or physically do this right now and yeah. s just see if there's something else I can do because I'm either like really overwhelmed or just really stressed out and I'm mm -hmm. not in the right place to be able to open myself up to other mm -hmm. students but as soon as I am I will let you know mm -hmm. yeah, yeah we used to outlaw the word fine like we'd ask hey how are you doing I'm fine nope yeah. <laughs> sorry try again mm-hmm uh, because it doesn't, that's kind of a mask that we put on without meaning to. Like, if you're not fine, man, tell me. Like, I, I want to know. And it worked the other way, too. I, I didn't, I wasn't allowed to do that. You can't say, how you doing, Jam? I'm fine. Mm. Mm -hmm. Try again. <laughs> okay, you're really asking. All right, so. Um, and sometimes we would talk about percentages. Like, you know, I'm at, I'm at 20%, but I'll give you 100% of my 20. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you got to let people know where you're at. I think that's super huge. Because yeah. mm -hmm. if you're not in a good place, then the temptation can be, for you to mask and pretend that you're like on it all the time and like oh yeah i'm at 100 percent. you have 100 of my 100 every day that's just not real life right people don't live that way mm -hmm. so it, it 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 can sometimes and i have made the mistake of encouraging student leaders to pretend that they're in good shape mm -hmm. and not give me the real stuff mm -hmm. because i was doing that for i was doing that to them too you know what i mean mm -hmm. so that's really solid you guys mm -hmm. um all right so one more question what do you think youth workers need from student leaders? I'm super curious about what you guys think that we need from you. And you, I'll let you guys go first, and then Jerry, we'll, we'll cap it. Okay. Um, I guess just like a strive to serve. Because, I mean, like we're, we're called to be servants for the Lord. And if youth workers don't see, like, I mean, they obviously saw something in us to want us to be a student leader, but... If we don't like, if we don't want to serve, then I mean, it's gonna sound mean, but what's the point of being a student leader if you're not opening up your heart True. and like to everything around you and mm -hmm. opening up your heart to new opportunities and new chances to meet new people or do new things? And I think that like adult leaders need your support and stability to back them up if they need something and just for you to have that like welcoming and opportunity to just try new things mm -hmm. yeah somebody having your back i mean who doesn't need that yeah yeah and a joyfulness uh like showing that you're really happy to be doing the lord's work and mm -hmm. uh working with other student leaders and serving your uh community yeah mm. i think part of that goes with commitment 
that's one thing that I've always like tried to do is like if you're gonna do something yeah like if you're if you have 20% do it with 110 like of your 20 like it's like you need to be committed because as much I think that goes with priorities too is like you need to set priorities and like God should obviously always be first and whether that's just going to church and like maintaining your like relationship because I know like for some people being a student leader is like an added like thing you're already like trying to maintain your relationship with God and be a student leader and do all these other things but I think that commitment is a huge thing because these other students that are coming like they need your commitment too they're gonna if they don't see you like if there's a certain person that you're really trying to outreach to they don't see you it's like oh they're not here why should I come so it's I think it's commitment also shows that you're passionate and that you like really want to be here even though you have other things to do and you have other stresses Mm -hmm. and I think that part of that is maturity and knowing that God is going to to give you relief if you're giving all of it to him he'll mm-hmm. help you mm-hmm. in whatever form that means so i think that yeah commitment is a huge thing in all the forms that it can kind of go and branch off of mm. well, those are solid man i want to put all those in my pocket yeah, good. <laughs> really good what do you think jerry what do you need? well yeah the the main thing and this is maybe super oversimplistic um the main thing that i need from student leaders is just to just to be in love with Jesus, to do whatever it takes to foster that love relationship with Christ. Because I know that when that is in place, everything else is going to, everything else that I would ask you to do, just like on the logistical and practical level, Mm -hmm. is going to flow so much easier if you are just hand in hand with Christ and lockstep with his spirit. And I know there's no perfect people, there's no perfect pastors and no perfect um, student leaders. I understand that. But to, but I think that's the number one thing. If you are authentically in love with Christ, then He's going to help you with those priorities. Um, and I used to, um, I used to really get frustrated about students who were just super into volleyball or super into <laughs> baseball or soccer or show choir or whatever, because that meant that they were that they were with me less. Their schedule took them away. Um, But what I have found over time is that when that student is in love with Christ, that gospel is flowing from their life on the soccer field and on the show choir stage and on the volleyball court. So God is using them wherever they are. So I I had to kind of tweak my mentality about that. So that's what I would say is the very first thing that I need from a student leader is, is don't just rely on Sundays or for us like high school, Thursday night, small group. Don't just rely on those like one hour chunks of time to be spiritual nourishment. You've got to learn how to feed yourself, how to how to stay close to God in your day-to-day life. Because everything that I'm going to need from you as a student leader is going to flow out of that love relationship. Mm-hmm. That's super solid. Um, yeah, I mean, same. Like, I need you to be juicy. You know what I mean? Like, so that when you get squeezed, there's good juice, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that you are so full of, of who God is and God's love that, like Jerry's right, like all the other stuff figures itself out. Like mm-hmm. who you are is way more important than what you do. Yeah. So much more important. Um, and if who you are is authentically following God, man, what you do, every single thing you do is going to be on point. Like it'll just be exactly what it is you're supposed to be doing. Because um, that, it's, it's, you can't help it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like when you absolutely love basketball and you're watching your favorite team when they score a bucket somebody doesn't have to go hey you need to cheer now <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't happen like you scream and you jump up you have to you know be careful not to break the coffee table because it's like it is who you are someone offers you tickets to the game you're like oh, you know, i don't know let me I, I need to think about it no you snatch them out of their hand and push them out of the way and knock grandma over to go get them 
<laughs> Unless she's really big, and then you have to kind of go around her. But either way, um, know what to do when what you love is in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. So when what you love is, is what you're full of, man, the rest of it works it works all the way out. Yeah. Um, that's super solid. And I think, so after that, the same things you guys need from us, I would say all those things, those are the things I want from you. Mm-hmm. Like honesty, trust, um, communication. Like uh, it's, it's weird how many of those things that you said, I, I would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. So we need the same things. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Last thing. And the clock is, is looming, so let's, let's get to it. What's one thing that's been helpful to you? Like as a student leader, maybe a resource or something that Jerry said or something that just happened organically that was like super helpful to you that we could pass on. Like some youth workers watching this are listening to this and going, I need something I can use this week for my student leader meeting or to like, there's, I got a student leader that I'm talking to tomorrow. What's a practical thing that we could pass on? Hmm. Mm. It's an all play. First come for serve. I really like that our, um, the way Jerry does is that we have these meetings and that we're officially named as crew. So we're like the crew, like your student leaders. And I think that one thing that he does is super smart is that he's an application. So it's not like, oh, you can't be in it because we don't like you. No, it's like he wants to know that you're serious about being a servant before you just sign up for something that you're not going to be ready to commit to. And so I think that's really smart because you have people, the people who are going to take the time to fill out the application. It's not like, it's not like a long, like, like SOL test or something that you're going to like, oh, if I fail, I'm going to die. Like, no, like, it's just like, it's something super simple that shows like you're ready to like, you're ready to be a part of something great and, uh, and that you have that passion for it. So, yeah, I really think that meetings, like having meetings with adults, having a meetings with students specifically, like having different set meetings to talk with who you're serving with. So you're all on the same page. You're all you're all talking about the same thing. You all have the same goals. I think that's really smart. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that having kind of like that mentality of not getting comfortable is just one way to always have that thing in your mind. It's like be out there, like go. Like mm-hmm. even if that's not your personality, just go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right. I like that. Yeah. Somebody told me a long time ago, better to say uh, whoa than go, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like um, I would say let other students see God with you and through you because, like, mm-hmm. you need to open up your heart to let the Lord lead you to your next assignment. And that could be get, jumping out of your comfort zone to something you might not want to and going up to a new student when that can lead you, well, that can lead the student to finding a relationship with the Lord because they saw how much love was in your heart because you love Jesus first, as Jerry would say, and you see the Lord as your personal best friend and the other student could see that and say, hey, I want that relationship. And so just like be by their side so that they can find a relationship with the Lord and as long as you give them a chance to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really good. And I, this doesn't really, it doesn't, I guess it does. It's sort of abstract, but I heard in a song a some of the lyrics. It said, uh, "When we love, we are in the right to speak the truth, and when we speak truth, we show the world that we truly love." And I think mm-hmm. when um when you have uh, new someone new or someone in the youth, show them that you really love them, and um mm. and and then you will earn the right to speak truth into them, and you will be able to uh, show them the gospel and. Uh, and then they'll really see how much you love them and how much they're cared for and um, how much Jesus loves them. So. That's solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one thing for sure we're going to post up on the show notes is uh, Jerry's student leadership application. We'll make sure that that's available yeah. for all who want to download. Yeah. 
uh, if that's something you can give away, Jerry. For I sure. Ask yeah, I'm happy to. Anything else? Like, what's something practical? Something that um, that I, I think has been really helpful um, is the band app. And it's, I hate group texts. Please <laughs> don't put me in one. Um, but the band app is uh, is a free app that you can that you can create a group of people and invite certain people to, and it's just kind of like um, it's a it's an all in one. It can it can kind of serve as a group text because you can have ongoing conversations, but then you can also post um, like files. You can upload files and and schedules. You can create events. You can you can send reminders uh, through it. So we have one for crew. I have one for my adult leaders. Um, I have one for both of our student bands. So it's a really, it's something that I've really found to be super helpful uh, mm -hmm. and practical. Um, yeah, and it, and it helps me avoid group texts, which are of the devil, I think. Yeah. As so, someone who's yeah. in three of those groups, it is super helpful to have like a place. Instead of a group chat where you're getting like constant yeah. notifications, yeah. it's, yeah, it, it's, it's a lifesaver. Yeah. Um, and I've got one little thing that you guys can use. I don't know if you probably have already, I can't remember where it came from. I'm sure it's been around for a while. We use an acronym called SALT whenever somebody comes in the front door. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's how to talk to somebody when you're not sure what to say. You, ask, you talk to them about these four things. Number one, what school do you go to, right? S. Um, and what, or when you're talking about what grade, all those things. What activities do you do, like band, soccer, football, you know, squash, if you have squash. Um, what do you do for your leisure time for fun, right? Leisure is fun. Uh, that's an old word, but it works because <laughs> SALT. Um, what do you do for fun? And then, oh, let me take you. That's T. Let me take you to somebody else. Hmm. Uh, let me take you to meet this person. Let me take you to meet that person. So our student leaders were kind of trained to assault people when they came in, right? Mm -hmm. um, we try to steer away from, like, we don't want to assault them. Like, you don't want to be assaulted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but we made sure that everybody was salty when they came in. It's mm -hmm. right? awesome. So that's something practical that you can use just if you're trying to teach your student leaders how to welcome people. There's four things that they can do that aren't really hard and and get them at least at the beginning of a conversation. It's really so, good. That's super really cool. good. Yeah. So we have a we have our next uh, crew meeting next Sunday week from uh, week from today. And uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna have these three wonderful young people. They'll pass that along. So you guys remember that salt, and then we'll, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna integrate that into our into our training. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, because one of the things, this this is going back a little ways, and I know we're running out of time, but one of the things, just as far as our physical setup of our lobby, the the student, the students hang out like way across the lobby, and there's really there's really nobody like right at the door. Like your gold line thing, JM, we would have like failed that miserably because just the way it's physically set up, you you got to walk 50 feet before you even see, you know, a young person or the people that we have stationed there to to um uh, to greet you, but. Uh, but yeah, so I appreciate you sharing that salt thing. That's a good one. We're going to have to put that into practice. Absolutely. That's a perfect place to set up a spike ball or like something that like, I don't know, a snowball fight, you know, come in. Hey, welcome. Poof. Pelt them with snowballs. Glad you're here. That's great. Yeah. Um, all right. So here, I want to, I want to give you a second to tell people about how they can find these three fine young student leaders and yourself out there in the podcast first. Yeah. So. It, it is the two by four student podcast. Um, you, I think I set it up so you can search if you want to spell it out or if you want to take the shortcut two x four 
um, student podcast. You can you can look that up on Spotify or iTunes or SoundCloud or uh, Anchor, wherever you find podcasts, you'll find it there. Two by four student podcast, um, and we named it that because it's two students by students and four students. And um, if you want to find us on Instagram, it is uh, same thing. Two by four underscore podcast. Uh, so you can follow us on Instagram. Last week we did Instagram live during the recording of our podcast. And I won't say that we'll do that every time, but just for funsies, we uh, will do that from time to time. Uh, or you can DM us and send messages that way. Or of course you can leave a comment under any episode uh, that you find anywhere and that'll, that'll get to us. So yeah, but that's where you find our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you listen to this and, and you haven't already gone over there, subscribe, 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 subscribe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'd love it. We'd love to see who's listening out there. Um, and we'll definitely put that link and um, the link to other socials here on the show notes. Yeah. So you guys can find them easily out there in a podcast land. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, again, thank you guys for, for being here. I know that you got yeah. other stuff to do. I'm sure like there's guitars that need to be tuned. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stuff to do. Um, there's a burrito there that somebody's got to take care of. On yep. Yeah. Someone's got to throw that. Chippy. Um, Check it. But yeah, so... Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you're listening out there for Let's Chat, uh, check out the links uh, on the podcast tab at NYI Connect. That's nyiconnect.com for resources and more episodes. Um, if you want to find out more about student leaders, you can check out the blog at nyiconnect.com. There's several different uh, articles on there. Uh, we'd love to uh, get you connected to all those resources and, and even get you more information uh, besides just this. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to... You know, comment on the podcast. Let us know you're listening. Gives us the opportunity to connect and get feedback from you. And uh, if you have a friend who came to mind as we're listening and you want to shoot this over to them and share it, please do that. Um, thanks for listening. And until next time, uh, stay salty. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, y'all. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the 2x4 Student Podcast, the podcast. Two students, by students, four students.